This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Harbor at Home. My name is Ashley Lewis. I am so honored to be here with you today. I just want to welcome you as you're gathered together in your living rooms or maybe you're still in bed, whatever it is. I want to say welcome and I'm so, so glad that we can be together in this December nice and cool morning together at Harbor at Home. So welcome, welcome as you join with us today. I'm going to go ahead and share a message, and at the end, we're going to go ahead and talk about some discussion questions that you can engage with others in your midst, in your smaller group um, that you're meeting with this morning, or maybe it's just your family. There's some questions that I'm going to put out there at the end that you guys can discuss and go over and talk about, Um, so stay tuned for those at the end of our time. Um, Like I said, my name is Ashley Lewis, and my husband Grant and I have had the privilege and the honor to call Harbor home for the past 12 years. And in the past 12 years, the seasons have looked very different. There's been seasons that maybe you've seen us a lot and maybe you haven't seen us so much. Um, But I want to talk about that today, just even in God, what that looks like. Um, So before I jump in, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and I can't wait to get started. All right. God, I thank you so much for this time and for being together this morning. I thank you for meeting with us and encountering every heart and every home this morning, God. I pray no matter um, what place they're in or what they're feeling or what's going on in their hearts or in their families or in their lives personally, I thank you, God, that you are God with us and you are God within us and that you are the comforter and you are Emmanuel and you are near and you are close no matter where, where we are and what it is that we're walking through. So God, I thank you today for speaking through me and for encountering us all Um, today in Jesus' name. All right, the message title today we're going to talk about is God Within Us. And we're in the month of December. The weather is cool in South Florida. It's getting close to Christmas time, the new year. We're wrapping up 2020. Um, And we're going to talk about how Jesus came to the earth and brought transformation. And through that transformation, there was a sense of presentness and a sense of connection. Um, And that came unto trust and favor. And so we're we're going to talk about all those things together today. Um, as I mentioned before, there's been different seasons that my husband and I have been um, at the harbor and involved in the harbor, and that's been very much so on purpose and very much so in God. And I think the same is true with Jesus. I think there's seasons that we are on the front lines and we're seen more and we are doing things on the outside. And I also think that there are seasons in God that are on the inside, that we are you know, like 2020 was, we're going in, we're, we're taking a back seat and we're having to go there with things in our hearts. And so I'm going to talk about that this morning as we talk about God within us, not just God with us, but God within us. Um, the scripture in Ecclesiastes that um, I used to, Joni Ames, when she, was, um, when she would join us uh, in our staff every year, 
she would come and she would give us all a prophetic word and it was on point. And she would talk a lot about the sons of Issachar and how they knew the times and the seasons and the powerful way that they were in tune with the times of God. And Ecclesiastes 3.1 says there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth. And I think that's so true in God. I think we need to be so aware of the times and seasons in him. And the seasons look different. They aren't all the same, just like the seasons on the earth are different and they, they change and they shift along with the weather and things that happen on the outside and in the natural. Um, I think Jesus demonstrated this so well on the earth. He was completely surrendered to the timing and the leading of the Father, even unto death. He knew it was all going to work together. Can you imagine that posture and that mindset and that mentality with the Father, knowing that everything was going to work together, knowing that even though he would go and die on a cross, um, he trusted the Father completely, no matter what the timing was, no matter what the season was. He knew that the Father was going to accomplish his purposes in and through his life. Um, He knew also that there were seasons that were being out and about and with the people, and there were also seasons that were more intimate and around the table and that were, you know, amongst the few that he was close with in his heart. Um, and I think, again, the same is true with us and God. It's, it's seasons and it's being aware, like the sons of Issachar were, of the times and seasons in him. They shift, they change, they're not all the same, right? And it's in the quiet, hidden times of hardship, of pressing, of pressures, of everything in our midst kind of, you know, not going maybe the way that we planned that posture us for the times and seasons of being on the front line. It's not all, you know, beautiful outside stuff that we're fulfilling our purpose and doing all these grandiose things, right? A lot of times the most beautiful and sacred times like we found in 2020, I mean, there's been so many people that I've been talking with that are saying how much they've loved 2020 because it was it was actually so beautiful and good for them to slow down and be at home and not have to be so many places and with so many people and I think that you know a big divine setup in 2020 as we wrap up this year and go into 2021 um, was the fact that we had to quarantine we had to go inside right we had to isolate in some regard and pull back from the normal activity which has felt so disrupting and so hard for many of us for all of us probably Um, but the purpose of it the purpose of the quarantine was to slow down it was to feel what was really going on and that's what slowing down entails I'm going to talk about that right now Um, It was a time to go in, go into our houses, a time to rest, a time to connect deeply with ourselves, with our loved ones, with those, you know, only in our inner circle probably in this year. And so... I want, to, I want to share about this, and I promise it'll all tie in, um, but I, I felt a highlight to look up the word quarantine, and when I did, I felt like there was something on it for us as a community, and I want to bring it to you today, just even as we reflect and we get ready to go into another year, um, I just want to talk about this for a moment. So quarantine, the word means, um, it, it literally means 40 days. And so it's an Italian word. It's, I'm not going to even try to say it, the original word in Italian. Um, but it started in the 1300s when ships were coming into harbor from Venice and they had been around a port that had been infected and contaminated and they had to stay at sea for 40 days and they had to anchor down and, and wait on their ship before they could come into port to make 
sure that they weren't spreading anything that they had potentially caught. That's where quarantine originated, the word quarantine. Um, and I felt a highlight to look into this. And I know, I know COVID, I know 2020 was much more than 40 days. I'm not saying, you know, it's a prophetic parallel, but I did think there was something on it for us, even as a community. Um, The word 40 means trial or testing. And that word to me is everything, honestly. But um, there's always a time. There's always a time, my friends, like always a time of trial and testing, a, a season of preparation, a season of, you know, I think about grapes that are being turned into wine. Wine is something that we delight in and we enjoy, you know, take pleasure in, right? But it's like the grapes have to be trampled and stomped upon and completely smashed in order to bear much, you know, fruit in the sense that they turn into wine, obviously. So it's like, it's the same in us and God. It's, it's a you know, a seed in order for it to crack has to go through much pressure. It has to go through um, seasons of being pushed underground in order for that seed to be able to sprout. And the same is is true with us and God. That that number forty of them being out in the water, being quarantined, where the origination of quarantine came from. I think it speaks to us. I think that it speaks of twenty twenty being the year that we really had to, you know, go through like Jesus did. Um, you know when he came onto the earth, he had to go through those seasons of trial and testing in order to become and and walk into his purpose and calling on the earth. The, the number 40 is mentioned 146 times in scripture. And, you know, Jesus walked through the desert and he was tempted many, many times before he started his ministry on the earth. And Moses, I thought of Moses as well, who spent sent spies out for 40 days to investigate the land that God had promised the Israelites as an inheritance. And again, I just, I want to reflect and say 2020, maybe it was a year for you that was insane or felt like everything was disrupted or turned over, you know, for you, turned completely upside down or everything felt like it it fell apart and didn't go as planned. But I just want to encourage you that those seasons of trial and testing, the seasons that my family has gone through and my husband and I have gone through um, individually and together as a family, those seasons have been the seasons that have been the most intimate but the most pressing and the most purposeful in God that we have ever experienced. And I want to encourage you, if that, if that was your 2020, if that was the year that was in that regard, I want to encourage you that there's purpose behind it for you and for us as a community. Um, many times, you know, I think Jesus demonstrated this obviously so well, but many times the testing and the trials uh, the periods or however long it is for you, they, they are times that they solidify things that need to be solidified. They either will help us to shed off things that need to go or bring up things that need to come up and out. That's typically what pressing pressures um, entail, right? And so it's not fun. It's not ever something that we say, oh, I want to go through that. But it's always usually something on the other end, on the back end, when we look back in hindsight 2020, that we see, oh my goodness, like that was amazing. That was so on purpose. God used that so powerfully. Um, That's always trials and testing. At least that's been the case for, for 
for us. You know, when you're in it, you're just like, God, what, what happened? Like, did I cause this? Did I bring this on? Like, did I miss the mark? Did I do something wrong? And over and over, I've found personally that he continues to remind us and remind me that, no, like, I'm good. I'm a good father. I work all things out. I'm faithful. I'm faithful to bring all things together for my good, like he did with Jesus on the earth. Um, and so typically they're, they're, they're places that need to be shut off. They're things that need to be pressed up and out. And those trials and testings reveal our level of trust with God, which is everything. Our level of trust with God. Jesus came to demonstrate sheer trust with the Father. That's, in my opinion, one of the greatest things he did on the earth was just demonstrate the beauty and the union with the Father. No matter what he walked through, he knew that the Father was smiling down on him and with him and good. Um, In Psalm 139, and I love this scripture, and it was written by David, and it's going to tie into what we're talking about today. Um, This scripture just powerfully speaks about this very thing. And I think David was a man that was in tune with the motions in God, the seasons, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, the like, where are you, God? Oh, but you're here. You know, oh, I'm going through it, but oh, you're good. Like, right? He was a a man in tune with with the emotions. And so Psalm 139, 23 and 24 um, says, And this is a passion translation. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put put me to test and sift through all of my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways. The path that brings me back to you. Oh, I love that Psalm so, so much. I felt like I discovered that scripture. It was just a treasure of gold amidst trials that we were even walking through ourselves. And what it speaks to is just the fact that he is with us in our pain. He is with us in our times, in our years, in our seasons where it feels like all hell is broken loose. He is right there with us and he is using that pain to bring us back to a place of complete union and trust with him in the most beautiful way that oftentimes doesn't make sense. If Jesus coming to the earth um, wasn't an example enough, but I feel like he was the example of pure, holy connection with the Father. He was the one that showed us how to be connected to himself because Jesus was very connected with himself. He knew when he had to kind of pull back and go in and when he was to go out or the people that he was to minister to, that's a sense of being connected with his own spirit, his own heart, his own his own body and mind. Um, and he was also very connected with others. And as we align and we view pain and trial as alignment with heaven because it really can be pain and trials the pressing pressures the seasons that press us on all sides I mean I remember when we had our after we had our third child I just had my unexpected third c-section felt like I was I would say to my husband I'm like I'm gonna implode or explode like I am so maxed in my capacity that I just felt like everything in our midst was pressing on me on all sides on the inside on the outside and now I look back and I'm like that was the very thing God that you were doing in me. You were pressing me and you were allowing all the things that seemed hard and, um, you know, incredibly awful, honestly, at the time to be used for my good. They were expanding my capacity. Like now I can go through things and I look at the same, same circumstances that I went through in that season that were once overwhelming. And I look at it now and I'm like, 
I got this. Like I can just tell the capacity inside of me was expanded. And that is the beauty and the goodness of God in the midst of those seasons. So oftentimes we view hardships or trials as our fault. We see it being something that we've done to bring it on ourselves. Or we view pain as something that's maybe too self-focused. Or we view it as navel navel gazing instead of being viewed, you know, in a way that, well, you know, why wouldn't I just keep my eyes on the Father? Why why does it have to be about me or my emotions? No, pain is actually the very thing that God uses in you. So let me give you an example. I used to always view sadness as something that was very scary. And I would always think if I felt the sadness that I could kind of feel coming up at times in different seasons or situations, I would feel this overwhelming sense of sadness. And I would always believe this lie that if I felt sad, I would stay depressed. And so I constantly pushed it down. And I came to a point that I realized that that sadness was the very path I had to travel through to get to the next place in God that he was calling me to. So pain is not a bad thing. Pain is not selfish. Pain is not navel gazing. He even leads us through that pain, like it said in Psalm 139. And if we can't be present in our pain and in our trust, this is really the main point I want to talk about today, in our trust with him in the journey, good or bad, whether we're going through something hard or not, if we can't trust God in that midst, if we can't be present with ourselves in the midst of that thing that's trying to come up, then we will not be able to fully connect with God and fully connect with others. If we cannot be present with our pain, we will not be able to be fully present with one another. We will not be able to be fully present with the Father because it's something in us that he's able to do that brings us actually closer to him and more connected with each other. Um, There's a quote that I love that says, heal so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wounds. And it's true. And again, I'm not talking about go find your places of fault or pain. I'm talking about simply he will lead you in that place. If there's things that are overwhelming and coming up and coming up again and you can't get rid of, it's just simply a sign of something that needs to be resolved. Just like a child that has a tantrum and just simply needs to get it out and then all of a sudden they're good. You know, it's the same thing with us. We have emotions, but we we stuff them down. And when we keep stuffing and stuffing and stuffing, eventually like the clock that's so max packed and just flies open and all this stuff goes everywhere. The same is true in God. You have to sort through that pain and he actually sorts it through with you. And that's, that's the scripture that we read. I want to just declare some things over you as we wrap up this time. And just remind you, because if it's been a tough year for you, or if you're, you're in a place this morning that you're like, oh my gosh, you don't even know, you don't even understand, you, you, you wouldn't be able to get it, you know, whether it's a job loss or sickness or trials in family life or with your children or, you know, there's many things that a lot of people have been walking through this year. I want to declare over you that he, his presence is, is where the present is. If you are in your present moment, wherever you are, just as he demonstrated when he came onto the earth, Jesus, if you're in the present, wherever it is with you, wherever you are internally, if you're connected in that space, that's where his presence is. That's where the grace is. That's where he will carry you. He will be right there with you. He will walk through that valley sometimes that feels like a shadow of death. He will walk through that place with you and he won't leave you there. He won't leave you as an orphan. He will walk you through it hand in hand, intimately connected with you. Um, He promised to never leave us and he will never leave you. He also has allowed 
all we are going through in 2020, I believe as a community, to prepare us for the greatness that he has in 2021. And it might not look great on the outside for you, but I can I can assure you and tell you that no matter what you're going through, he is preparing you for greatness. He is preparing you for purpose and you can trust him. He's good. He's a good father. Even if it feels like a tough place, he even disciplines those he loves, it says in scripture. And I know that's even something sometimes hard to hear, but sometimes he just allows seasons to just kind of get us back on track wherever things are out of whack and it's out of his goodness and his love if he came as Emmanuel so that he could be one with us and through us like Jesus it requires of us guys total total trust total trust total trust total acceptance of the situation total surrender of the places that need to come up and out Um, to be in the place of processing with him in kindness to yourself, not being hard on yourself and beating yourself up, but knowing he's good. He's loving. He's with me. He's still pleased with me no matter what I'm feeling and no matter what's coming up or happening in our midst and that he is leading you um, in that place, no matter what it is and what it looks like on the inside or the outside for you, he will lead you. He will not leave you as orphans. Trust me on that. He's a good father. And I want to declare that over you. And when we enter into that place of trust and rest with God, true trust and rest, true unity with him, it leads to favor. It leads to favor and favor attracts the things of God that are meant to align with our lives as a community and individually. It's a place of total rest. No matter what happens, God, you are good. You are with us. You are faithful. You will complete everything you've promised. And when we enter into that space in our hearts, truly, not just telling ourselves that, but truly in our hearts, and that's why we need to process out those emotions. When we enter into that space of trust and surrender, guys, that's the place of favor, of purpose and of promise the place of him fully that because he is he is the promise right just him and that's all we need at the end of the day so I just want to leave you with these questions as we wrap up our time to go ahead and engage with your group uh, that you're with again it might just be your family um, but go ahead and talk about these questions together and discuss them my first question is what does presentness and connection look like to you in light of what we're sharing today and how can you navigate that? How can we navigate that together as a community in this season more so? Presentness and connection. That's my first question for you. The second question is, are there places in your heart that are needing to surrender maybe more to trust that you felt maybe a sense of disconnection with him? Um, to trust and the kindness in, in God again. Does trust need to be reestablished for you? Is there places maybe with God or with others that you need to have the hard conversations or um, bring up the things that maybe hurt you or have disconnected you from, from them? Those are the places, guys, that we will enter into massive, massive beauty and purpose and rest and trust. And that is the place of his presence. That is the place of beauty of of purpose and of promise. So I hope that this message encouraged you today. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas um, for those of you that are going to be celebrating Christmas soon. And um, just want to encourage you that, that no matter what 2020 has looked like, 2021 is going to be great, not because of what happens on the outside, but because of the good God that lives within us on the inside. So thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. 
Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.